This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do an opening day podcast. Well, like it's a podcast on opening day, not about opening day. What's up, no, we uh, talk about like I go ah Twitter it stinks I should get off it we should uh, and but then I say there's always something cool yeah sure things cool things come from yes Twitter. of course so I get a, a direct message from a fella you know I had referenced on here that I was going to go see John Mellencamp in he the, dare, he DM'd you he did not oh but it was pretty close so I mentioned on here I'm going to go see John Mellencamp in Indiana yes in June and a guy DMs me and he goes hey my mom his mom's Works for John Mellencamp. Wow, how about that? He goes, email her. He goes, if you need tickets, I said, oh, I, you know, I already paid big bucks sure. for tickets. I said, but uh, is John doing any meet and greets? And, You're having uh, dinner with John Mellencamp. <laughs> no, no. Oh. He, no, In a pink house. This is as far as it's gone so far. <laughs> Just that I have his mom's email address That's great. Now. I mean, an email. I need to go to dinner with John Cougar Mellencamp. That would be, very, be very cool. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah. He's very ornery, which I like. He's right. a, he's an ornery fella. Who was the guy you sent the wrong meal to in, in Atlantic City? Rick Springfield. I offered to send him grilled octopus because I was drunk, and right. uh, he's a vegan. Right. That didn't go so good. That didn't go so well. He turned me down. Good news was I didn't have to pay for it. It's perfect. Just send John Mellencamp some smokes. <laughs> Here's a pa- pack of Marlboros, John. No, Camel and Filters. Uh, oh, show him that. This, <laughs> that's what you go with. That's what I should ask. May I smoke a cigarette with John Mellencamp <laughs> pre-show? You'll be smoking again Wouldn't like you were 17 in a bar. <laughs> I was coughing like a, you know, having no ability. To, hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> Choking. <laughs> John, you got a light. <laughs> oh, be great. So I'm not sure what I'm going to. I'm just going to send an email and say, hey, I'm very excited to come to the show. I already got my tickets. Thank you for the offer. Then I'll have to. Then what? I don't know. <laughs> and then what happens? May I smoke a cigarette? I'm going to ask, may I have a mar- May I have a cigarette with John Mellencamp? That'd be great. She comes back. Um, he hasn't smoked in two years. Yeah. I don't know what. Those are prop cigarettes, sir. <laughs> That's just part of his image. That's funny. Uh, speaking of vegans. And things like that, where you spoke of uh, Rick Springfield being a vegan. Yeah. I saw it. it, it there were a couple things. So I saw this on on uh, Instagram yesterday, even though it's not new. It's a couple years old. But it just got me thinking about, you know how we always think there's there's two sides to every story. There is two sides to right? most stories. You not do, everyone, most. And if you think you're all high and mighty doing this, you're also doing this, which doesn't work. So we talked about, like, um, people on Twitter that tweet things, you know, where they're all high and mighty criticizing, but they're doing it on a phone that they need cobalt from that's killing people to make the phone. Hypocritical. Right. There's that. No Everyone wants who, to save the earth and they're on private jets flying all over the world. Correct. Right. Everyone wants to save the earth and save things, and yet they're doing things that contradict it. It's right. almost impossible. If you want to save the earth, you shouldn't have a car. You take mass transit. Exactly. So uh, a video was circulating yesterday of... Um, <laughs> the hell is this? Ted Nugent. Okay. Well, he's out there. Ted Nugent. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. He's a hunter. I would think people would consider him right wing. Nut. Nut. A <laughs> little bit <laughs> yes. of a nut. But he was on Joe Rogan podcast, but it looks like it was like a year and a half ago. Okay. I don't know why it's circulating now. But he was talking about that he's very pro hunting. Mm-hmm. Hunt, kill, eat meat. That's what you're going to end up being soon. <laughs> so he said these vegans and people who, who are against hunting and killing animals, and they're vegan for that reason. Mm-hmm. 
He said, you don't realize that the farmers who are farming all of the fake meat you're eating and all the fruits and vegetables, they have to kill all these animals that come after their crops. (laughs) He goes, so you have bloodshed on your hands too. Wow. If you're a vegan. And it made me think, I was like, you know, that probably is right. It has to be because you got to keep the acres and acres safe. Yeah. First of all, you're clearing out acres and acres. So those animals that live there are goners. You're killing anything that wants to eat your crops. So there's no, you even if you're trying to do the right thing and being a vegan and going, I don't want to kill animals. I don't want to eat the animals. Here's the, here, you want to be right? Grow lettuce in your backyard. (laughs) That's it. Right. Lettuce and tomatoes in your backyard and drink water. What but else? even people that have gardens in in our areas have trouble people, with animals too. Right, right. Um, you have deer eating all yeah, your stuff. Absolutely. And, and, and people now we're not out there shooting the deer. If they, I don't no, think. you're putting deterrents out there. Putting deterrents out there. I'm sure some people shoot them. Yeah, but you're right. I, that's not what I would do. And then uh, one of my neighbors has a, a really good looking um, wife. Very good looking car. Big. <laughs> a brand new, really nice looking electric car. Oh, cool. And it's not a uh Tesla. It's another company. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful like I'm not a car guy. When I see this guy's car, I'm like, this is a beautiful really? car. Did you but, did you explore what it is? Um it's a BMW. Oh, okay. Really nice looking. But he has something on his license plate that's indicative of he doesn't use gas. That he doesn't use yeah. gas? Okay. Like, Almost like, hey, look at me, not using gas. Okay. But the electric cars have the big batteries, yeah, which oh, I know. are a problem for the environment. So while you're trying to do the right thing and going, look at me, not using gas anymore, I'm good for the environment, I have a gigantic battery that has yeah. to go into the ground at some point when it's no longer usable and is filled with cobalt that is uh, being mined by people getting killed in India. Badly. And the videos are surfacing yeah. more and more, and it is, I mean, beyond yeah. eye-opening. So it's like, it is, it's impossible. Here's Correct. what I think is the solution. You choose to do what you want to do. You want an electric car? Awesome. Yeah. You want to be vegan? Awesome. You can't tout it as you're doing something great, because when doing something great, there's a cost to there's it. There's a cost to it. There's that's. I, I remember when I had the Prius. Remember, I, I've always told you this, when I had to redo the, when I, um, bought a new battery, I went to a company called Green Beans. Yes. I couldn't believe I actually did this, but they came to my house, they changed the battery, and their whole premise is we don't get rid of the batteries, we refurbish them and then resell them at a much lower cost. And that's what I did, and I bought a refurbished battery. And I felt great. I remember putting that out there. I put a picture of the guy in the back of the car. He put the car apart and everything. And like in maybe, yeah, maybe two hours, he was in and out and done. I'm like, oh, I got a new battery. It's kind of neat. And then there were a few people that I remember reaching out and saying, well, where'd the battery come from? I was like, I don't, I don't know. And I was being, because I, I wasn't, I'm not Mr. I'm trying to save the earth. I was trying to save gas and money. And I didn't, it didn't mean, I didn't mean for it to come across as if I'm trying to save the world. But there were a couple of people that were like, what's the battery made of? Where'd it come from? I, I right. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it's really cool that I'm, I'm getting 50 miles per gallon. Yeah. You're getting 12. That's yeah. it. There's really nothing beyond that. Not standing on a corner with poster boards. I'm oh, I'm good. I just think this is a cool concept. Yeah. There were a couple people that came after me. But yeah, whatever. yeah. I know. It's so it's it's really. I mean, think about what you've gone through lately, and and I know it's a little extreme, but I mean, if I sit here and tell you, I'm gonna eat right, no more crap. I'm just eating vegetables. Now you're telling me that they have defense mechanisms that we're picking on them. Like, defense chemicals. They don't want you eating them, Jerry. <laughs> my God. Lectins. Holy crap. That's what I mean. It's like. Where does it end? The, we have too much information. Yes. At our fingertips. No doubt. We have everything. Everything. We have everything. Right. And no matter what, you can find the, you can, you can back up facts with the complete opposite opinion with, from reputable sources. Correct. With, with facts. Like, you could find a doctor who will tell you... That cigarette smoking doesn't cause lung cancer. Right. Show me the proof. Here's he my will. study. And he will. Right. He'll he'll back it up with certain documents and research that will show you it's really not the smoke. It's this. It's the reaction. But it's not really... I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. You can find that. 
The biggest one to me, which has the most uh, different results, is coffee. Your intake of coffee, right? It goes from drinking coffee will stop you from getting cancer if you drink this much to you're addicted to coffee just like you're addicted to heroin and it's just as bad and you're just as addicted and your body's going through that. And every day it's a different study. Yes. Like uh, on coffee. keeps... Well, just look at the FDA and the the, the food guidelines over the last 40 years, how much they've changed. Uh, Who knows, man? No one knows. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. We just keep... I don't know. It's like the almighty dollar. Wherever the dollar is being pushed towards... I will come back to what we, me, you, you and I have always talked about. The FDA is that busy that we can't do a study on vitamins, right? All these years later, but let's just have a billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business, touting itself as healthy, and we take these pills. We don't know what's in them. No, we don't. And the government's like, um, yeah, they're good. We don't have time for that. Listen, yeah. Uh, take that on your own risk. It's like, fine. Like, what the hell? Yeah, really. That is really weird. All these years, and, and people are really into vitamins, and there's no study that says they're good, bad, no. or indifferent. No. Independent research. Okay. I mean, I, what does that mean? You grab eight people, take these. Tell me how you feel in a week. Feel great. Yeah. Well, okay, these are great, great results. Okay. Yeah. I, I was taking this probiotic called Seed that uh, Bobby Approves was uh, promoting. Okay. And then I saw a bunch of different online people doing it. It was this probiotic, you know, for your stomach, and mm-hmm. it's great, and it's a capsule within a capsule, Jerry, because most probiotics are just a capsule, and it gets burned up by your your um, stomach acid. doesn't even make – even the good stuff doesn't make it to the colon, which is supposed to – so this is a capsule within the capsule that gets to your colon – I was like, I'll give this a shot. I want good pro- probiotics. I took it for probably four months, five months. No change. No change. And I finally was like, why am I paying $50, $50 a month? Right, sure. Absolutely. None of it's cheap. No. None of it's cheap. I, I'm with you. I know. And yet, and yet I'm looking at vitamins that are uh, liver and heart vitamins. They're supposedly made up of liver and heart. Oh, really? Like animal liver and heart. Why am I going to take that? I have no idea. I don't know. I think. I think. Am I bored? You? You're beyond bored. Is that what I'm doing? Me? Researching things I don't even need. Well, I think you can answer that question. Yeah, I guess I am. You got a lot of time to kill every day, and that's not a bad thing. But you end up doing things that are nauseatingly boring. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you eat well, which you do, yeah, and you sleep well, right? I think. You can find perfect health. The problem is we don't sleep well. And, I mean, you're in good health. I'm not. Um, did you see the story in the Post today? What did this say? About how visceral fat is... Um, what is it? Uh, That's the fat around uh, your organs. Yes. you. When you don't sleep a minimum of seven hours on average every night, that your body, your metabolism slows to a very low rate. And your visceral fat is increased. I forget what the number was, but it's in the po. I mean, it's the importance of sleep. Man, Jerry, if I was sleeping eight hours a night, I'd be super slim. You might be. You might have an eight pack in your belly. Oh, I'd be ripped. To be like, uh, what do you do? How do you get that stomach sleep? Yeah, think about. Could you imagine? Like, I when I go to bed on the weekends, it really is amazing to me. And we've talked about this before. Have I'll lay down at nine, ten o'clock and get up before the alarm at six. I'm like, wow, six o'clock. I just slept eight and a half hours, nine hours. So awesome. And like this week, for instance, and I'm not complaining. It's my own fault. I understand. But, well, Sunday night wasn't. I couldn't sleep Sunday night. I didn't fall asleep till well after midnight. I slept two hours Sunday night. Then Monday was cornhole. I slept four hours Monday night. And then Tuesday night was, Tuesday night wasn't terrible. But then last night I had cornhole again, a final Wednesday night, not doing that anymore. Again, four hours. So in those three nights, I slept two, four, and four, 10 hours in three nights. That's not good, Jerry. That's a terrible average. That's three hours in right. uh, 20 minutes And average. I sit there and wonder why my calorie count is down. I yeah. know I'm not exercising, and that's a big part of it. I get it. But my calorie count is so low, and I continue to gain weight at a slow rate. And it's frustrating. Yeah. But then I see articles like this. I'm like, well, there you go, you dumbass. Makes sense. Yes. It does and I don't, and I don't come from a thin family. Like, we're not super heavy, 
but no one in my family. I'm probably the thin one. That ain't good because I ain't thin. So it's clearly in my family history. Your boys are thin. Matthew is very thin. There's, but they're so active, Al. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, and Joseph is thin and eats like a house. But Joseph also goes from practice to training to practice. Like, he doesn't stop. I stop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I take him to all those things and just watch him. Yeah. Right. Oh. That's the difference. They're yeah. running around. You're watching. 100%. 100%. Hmm. Uh, I was looking at the... Uh, the Red Bank Theater. What's it called again? Count Basie. Count Theater. Basie. A lot of good shows, by the way. There, there are. But I was thinking this about any pick a venue, and then the place is like, and if you're not a huge touring act like Bruce Springsteen or yeah. Taylor Swift, where we know when we hear their tickets go on sale, it sells out immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these places. I don't either. Sell out because I went and looked this morning just at all the events at Count Basie. Yes. And all I do is click tickets next yep. to every one of them. And then you look at the ones available. Yeah. There's a lot. And there were a lot that had a lot of tickets available. Mm-hmm. Then there were a couple that did not have a lot of tickets. Right. And I was like, well, what is, like, I I don't see these shows being promoted. And unless you are following somebody on social media, then you would know when they're on tour. For sure. Otherwise, you got to hear from somebody. Or... Want to go see the Boring Teachers Comedian Tour? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> That's actually going to be at Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. Not only that, I Googled it because I wanted to see if there were any clips to see if it's any good, and I came across a trailer. They're in, like, every city. Are they just complaining about being teachers? I don't know. I never got to a clip of the stand-up. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, very weird. Yes, it is. And then, like, Sarah Silverman's playing there, and there's tons of seats available. Where does Sarah Silverman stay over? Right. What hotel is she in? The Holiday Inn in (laughs) Matawan? Like, where is she going? That's yeah, very weird. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder that too. I mean, I get when they're at Borgata. They give them the penthouse at Borgata or the water club. Makes total sense to me. You're in Red Bank. Do you think because she's in Red Bank, she stays in New York and they drive her oh, down she to lives Red in Bank? Manhattan. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, probably. I didn't think of that. I wasn't even thinking of that. Or even if she doesn't live in Manhattan, maybe they maybe just stay in Manhattan. Maybe she, and stays, then... she stays at a hotel in Manhattan. My guess yeah. would be that that's probably what she would do. Yeah. What do you think she gets paid to come to Count Basie? Great question. No idea. I don't know what anyone gets paid for these events. You know what else is going to be at Count Basie? This looked interesting, but it's a Sunday night. Mm. Ancient Aliens Live. What the hell is that? It's all the, show? the people from the Ancient Aliens show, I guess. Was it a Q&A? I guess they do like show videos of Ancient Aliens. I don't know. Like Boomer and Geo Live? Yes. It's going to be gonna... like Boomer and Geo Live. Maybe. Man, we start to go on tour, go to Count Basie Theater. Suppose, yeah. yeah there's a, I know there's a lot of shows. There were a couple actually I'd like to go see. I don't remember off the top of my head now, but yeah, I was looking because then I was looking at the. I'm like, all right, what's playing at the Garden this year? Right, and I see Paramore's there, which I told you about, which I know. But there's a lot of good shows at the Garden. I'm not even aware of it. I guess that's the way. What you got to do is you got to go. Okay, what venues do I like to go to? Yes. What are venues nearby that I are not a pain Center. in the ass? And then just look at their schedule. I'll give you one. Snoop Dogg is at Homedale <laughs> <laughs> at the Art Center. Did they name the summer shows already? Yeah, they're out. Oh wow! See, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see any of that. Snoop Dogg is there in August. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> I would not go see, see Snoop Dogg. I would never got into that rap. Yeah, like, I even didn't when it got very popular, mm-hmm. like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem. I liked Eminem for a while. Yeah, I did because Eminem was played. Even though a lot of the words were muted. Yes, uh, Eminem was played a lot on Z100. And just my wife being in the car, I got very used to Eminem's music. So, you know, Jay-Z a little bit, but not nothing crazy. But no, I never, me neither. My friends like NWA back in the day. I never got into that either. Yeah, that's still, I don't understand Public Enemy, NWA, Dr. Dre. The internet wasn't around and they weren't on the radio. Where were we hearing them? I I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. Because I wonder that, too, at first about, like, Metallica. Right, with the heavy metal. But I think that, and you mentioned it before, I think that Seton Hall radio station maybe played them. Maybe that's how I knew. I mean, that's where, I know, that's where my friend listened to Judas Priest. Yeah. So I would guess that that was probably it, because I don't think 1027 Classic Rock was playing Metallica. And Metallica like no, was still they were new at the time. Now ninety two three got very heavy into Metallica. Yeah, but after they were already yes, after when they Master were fully of Puppets, established. Yeah, fully Correct. established. Yeah, because I even think back, like Ozzy Osbourne, I used to see on 
MTV. They would play his videos. So that's how I became aware of him. But like yeah. the other ones, like Metallica, I would just see kids in like Metallica t-shirts. I'm and like, I was just going right? to say, I think the marketing of the shirts in the record stores. So I had friends that would go to the record stores and would buy t-shirts uh, based on the art yeah. and what the shirt looked like. And I had a friend of mine, uh, my friend Craig, who would wear the Master of Puppets t-shirt. And I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell Metallica was, but I remember going in and looking. There was a record store in Airport Plaza and Hazlitt I used to go to. And I, w- I remember looking at the cassette. I'm like, mm, do I buy this? Yeah. I didn't know what it was, though. I didn't. I did not buy it. But I remember thinking about it because of his shirt. Yes. So maybe that was part of it. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know how that NWA, Public Enemy... And they sold a lot of records back then. Tons. Yeah, tons. With no internet. I, I don't know. I really don't know. And It just had to be friends showing friends and I, you hearing yes. about it that way. Even cable TV wasn't playing. Like, there was nothing. Right. I don't know where the outlets were. Not sure. Even like, to go back and check it out, wouldn't you? Yes. Just give me, like, five minutes. <laughs> even, <laughs> Investigate this. Even, like, do you remember hearing the Jerky Boys tape? Of course. We talked about this, how that got around. Right. That wasn't... Mm-mm. An that actual was like, cassette that was you like would buy? peer-to-peer recording yes. it, recorder-to-recorder, and it would just go from person to person to person. Yeah. And by the time I got it, it sounded terrible. Imagine how big those things would have been in the age of the internet. Yeah. Or maybe they or would have just stolen. burned out faster. Yeah. yeah. It's possible. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, that was the thing. We did this story a, a couple weeks ago about the, about the record company when they started, instead of, uh, instead of the Billboard charts calling record stores and going, what's selling big? When the actual sound scan came yeah. in, where they started scanning your records when you would check out, and then all of a sudden the Snoop Dogg records, NWA, Public Enemy, Metallica, all those were huge records because that's what people were actually buying. Right. Even yeah, though it wasn't on the radio. It is. It's an interesting uh, conversation yeah. and research to be had. I used to love, there was a, it's still there, Vintage Vinyl Records in Fords, New Jersey. Is it really still That's right, yeah. Wow. They sell a lot of vinyl there still. Well, I mean, vinyl, people say, has come back a little bit. Yeah. So I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I'm not interested in that it's, either. Uh, it's enough. We've moved on. Yeah. I've moved on. I'm not getting a turntable again. Right. And I'm okay with losing sound quality and listening on yeah, my phone. I agree. I'm good. Me too. I can hear the song. I'm this fine. It's good enough. I play music on my phone when I'm outside. Yeah. You know, I have the, the Bose sunglasses. That's awesome. But when it's not nice out or I don't need those, I just play it right in my pocket. I hear it. I'm good. Right. It's like the old AM radios, Jerry. Yes. That's We're a, old school. Yes, we are. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show now. I will you be have out. a great three-day weekend. Thank you, Jerry. I will be out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, you will do the warm-up with uh, Brian Roscona? No, I'll do it. You'll do it solo? Yeah. Okay. I'll, do, I'll bring him in for a little bit because he's a big Met fan. Oh, okay, I see so what you So he's producing for you? Yes. Okay. I'll bring him in for a little bit, but I'm looking forward to this. Not only are we going to do uh, Mets and Yankees, we're going to do a little hockey tomorrow, too. Oh, okay, Rangers. good. Have some fun. All right, Jerry. Not going to break down numbers and years, but, you know. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Then I'll see you Monday. Have a, really, enjoy yourself. Fran Leibowitz tonight, Jerry. Bruce Springsteen Saturday night. That's a weekend. And I I need a day in between each one. So you have two events and a a day in between. I have. (laughs) No, I have have an event day. Event day. I tell you. This is what I have. Yeah. I have a 7 p.m. baseball game for Joseph. In Belmar Friday night. That is going to be cold as balls. 7 p.m. Then Saturday, uh, Matthew's got a game at 10. Then we got to get in the car right after his game and drive to some town in Pennsylvania for for Joseph's doubleheader. And then depending upon how we do, if we have to play at 8 a.m. Sunday, we're going to stay in a hotel Saturday night. And if they do well, we're going to come home and go back for a 3 o'clock doubleheader on Sunday. I mean, shoot me. I love it. I love it. I do. But I would just like one day. Yeah, you need to relax, Jerry. And it said it's Monday. I, like, why don't, how about we just start now? It's Monday. <laughs> Fast forward mo- to Monday. My goodness. So you enjoy your weekend. I will, Jerry. All right. So. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, not on opening day, it doesn't. We know this. 502, what is up? It's Thursday. The Eddie Scazzeri, the Met fan that you are. Nice to see you. And across from me, he's a fraudulent fan, but he is a Met fan at heart. I do know that. His name is Al Keith Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. This is, Baseball, I'm not a fraudulent fan. I, I only just said root, you're a Met fan at heart. I only root for the Mets. Right, I said Met fan at heart. Although I do. Although root, you do root for the Yankees. I do. I do root for the Yankees for Fraud. work. If I wasn't working here, Jerry, I would be rooting against the Yankees. No. Actually, I don't have a hate for the Yankees like I did as a child. As a kid, when You've you were... You've grown out of that? Yeah, I grew out of it because as a kid, if you liked the Mets, like the Mets k- kind of sucked and the Yankees were good. Blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. How were you when the Yankees were winning in 98 and 96 and 99 and 2000? Uh, great question, Jerry. I had checked out of baseball in that oh. era. <laughs> I checked out. You were gone. I checked you didn't get out. Into, I know. Forget the steroid stuff. You didn't get into the home run race at all. I did. So I I uh, I loved baseball growing up. I was a huge Mets fan. Eighty six Mets, and but I was a Mets fan before that. Mm-hmm. Eighty six Mets was the pinnacle. Happened when I was like a senior in high school. Jerry. Sure. I mean, it could not best have, time ever. It could not have gone better. Then da, 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 the baseball strike happens, and I was like, screw you guys. Me too. And I left. So did I. Jerry, I came back I, with the uh, the the home run chase. Right. I came back to watch the Maguire Sosa. Mm-hmm. When was that? What year was that? 90, that was ninety eight, wasn't it? Ninety eight. And but I only watched for that, and then I checked out again till I got here in two thousand seven with the Mets. <laughs> Nine years. Nine years. <laughs> I did. Checked right out. What about the Mets and Yankees in the World Series? Nope. Really? Didn't watch. Didn't see a thing. I did not see a thing. And then wow. when I got here in 2007, I said, you know what? I'm going to get into the Mets again. And I did. I got way into the Mets well, in they were good again at in that 2007. Point. I just find it hard to believe. Like, even someone like myself that checked out for sure during the strike. And when I mean checked out, I just mean I used to watch every game. When that happened, I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. I would watch here and there. I would still go to a game here and there, but it wasn't like I had to watch. And then I got back into it, and then I was I was back in. But wow, like even as a Met fan growing up, and Mookie and Doc yeah. and Daryl and Carter and her, you didn't even like go to a game. You didn't put a game on. No. And no, it's funny when the when the Subway Series happened. I was like in my head, I was like, this would have been so cool when I was a Met fan. Wow. Well, you saved yourself heartache because they didn't do so great. Because after in '94 when they went on strike, I was down in Tampa Sports Radio, right. Tampa didn't have a team until 98, so we did no baseball on the sports radio down there. Yeah, no, I get it. We I carried the Yankees. We carried didn't John didn't follow Susan. it, nothing, huh? Nothing. Wow. Because I was so annoyed at them from the strike. I, I get it, but what's, you Jerks. said you came back, and then no, you left again. Well, I came back to watch. No, no, I understand. Roided up animals 
hitting I, home runs. Mammals, we are. Mammals. Remember, looking to have sex with other women. Yeah, I would jacked up mammals. Hit I would have runs. thought at that point the Met fan in you would have come out. It did. They not. went to the Subway Series. Yep. Didn't. And they were good those years. But when I got here in 2007, wow. Jerry, I was into it. You had I, no choice to be into it. Uh, that's true. But like in, uh, so I got here at the end of the season in mm-hmm. 2007. But like the 2008 season, I may have seen every game. I'm sure you did. On television. That does not surprise me. I was locked those in. Those days with Boomer and Carton. And yeah. I, yeah, I get it. I understand. And my girlfriend at the time was a crazy Met fan. Wow, how we about that? We were watching that? Mets games constantly. So you might have actually gone to a sports bar and watched a Met game. Uh, yeah, I, I don't recall. Because you've that. changed in the last, yeah, I last 10, 12 years. 13, I have changed, 14. Jerry. Yes, very much For the so. better. I, I'm uh, much more of a recluse uh, now. S- no, some things for the better. Some things I would argue not for the better. But I, I think that's changed. like all of us. Change for the worst in most ways. Well, I wouldn't say most. In some. In the overwhelming majority of the ways. And then in other ways, terrible. Yeah. In some ways, better. Yeah. But I tell you, when I walked, I I parked a couple blocks away today, Jerry, from here in New York City. And as I gathered my pepper spray and my taser gun and my police baton to walk properly in case I'm attacked, the biting wind was hitting me, Jerry. brutal. And I thought... This cannot be opening day. I, this is what I... It's March. Th- for, so first of all, yeah, you should not be playing baseball in the Northeast in March. I, I just... I don't believe in it, even though the kids do it. I think it's stupid. I think Major League Baseball in March is stupid. It's going to be 46 degrees today at Yankee Stadium. So, 46! Yeah. So as I was oh. walking, and it was a 33 degrees... It's 33 degrees yeah. right now in the yeah. Bronx. Yeah. As I was walking, I thought to myself, in 1978... I just randomly picked a, a okay. great baseball year. Yes. I was like, in 1978, when was opening day? Was it June or May? No, like, it was probably first week of April, no? April 5th. I Googled yeah. it this morning. Sure. Was weather different back in I, 1978? For one, I do think the weather patterns have changed. That's number one. Okay. That having been said, if you go up, I don't know what year it was. I believe Andy Pettit made the start. Maybe 90, I don't know. what It was in the 90s. Pettit pitched in a snowstorm. Right, ready? Do you remember what? that? The Yankee opening day in the snow at Yankee Stadium? I don't recall seeing that, Jerry, but I was really? checked out at that time. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe. I, I'm going to try and find the date of you that. You said it was the 90s. A good chance I was checked out. Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to Google. I know you don't like this, but so be it. Yankees opening day, snow. Oh, it comes yeah. right. 1996. 96? 1996. They were snowed out of the home opener. Now, I want the one where they actually pitched through the snow. In 96, Jerry, I was living in Tampa. It was Yankees. It, it was Yankees Royals. Uh, I can't. I got to try and find it. I was in the sun, Jerry. I was sipping martinis like a old Rat Packer on the beach. Let's see. You guys were pitching in the snow. All right, so here you go. Uh, April 9th, 1996, Yankees and Royals played through the snow all afternoon long. That's cool. That sucks. I'm sorry. That sucks. sucks. There's nothing good about that. But that's why, and I've said this many times, and a lot of people have, so it's nothing uh, unique. Starting in the Northeast is stupid. It just did. Like the Mets and Marlins, great. The Dodgers play tonight in L.A., wonderful. Rockies, Padres, in San oh, Diego. Yes, makes Jerry. all the sense in the world. Wonderful. So I'm going to pull up right now. The Wonderful. Brewers. Th- tell me, explain this to me. The Brewers? The Brewers. Love the Brewers. The Brewers ballpark. Does that have a roof, Al? No. Y- yes, it, it does. Oh. Jesus You're telling me Fulton County Stadium has they a roof. They don't play in Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> they. I don't even know the name of the spot. I think it's Miller Park. <laughs> it is Miller Park. Yeah. They're playing the Cubs. That game's at Wrigley. Hmm. Why? Chile, yeah. Why but, would that game like, be at when, Wrigley? When baseball was invented by Abner Doubleday, was the weather different then, Jerry? Like, I don't know. When he wanted baseball to start in April, was it because April was beautiful weather back then? And as you say, the patterns have shifted. Well, I don't know. Where did April showers bring May flowers? That's got to be 100 years ago, least, no? It tells yeah. me it rained a lot in April. That's true. Good point. Uh, just so you know, the uh, <laughs> this is great. The, the forecast in Chicago today, 47 degrees, thunderstorms, 36-mile-an-hour winds. That seems nice. And they should be playing in Milwaukee. That sounds beautiful, Jerry. That's terrible. Oh. Well, I listen, mean, I'm excited for 
Garrett Cole and the Yankees. That start there. The Yankees are one hundred and five. Jerry, that's yes, the, they are. And then the Mets come on at four ten. That's exactly right. In, and with in Miami, and with the speed of baseball these days, Jerry, with the pitch clock, yeah, you won't have any overlap unless you no have extra overlap. innings. No, no overlap. I think it's outstanding. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go right from the Yankee game, Jerry, right to the Met game. I am. I am legit excited for this two hour and thirty five minute average baseball time. Me too. I think it's great. I really do. And I want to see some chaos. I want to see balls called for guys not pitching quick enough. I You're want going to, to. I want to see guys getting uh, strikes for stepping out of the batter's box. Yeah, I think you will. I, I really do. I want to smell the grass, Jerry. And by uh, that, I don't mean the weed in Bradley Beach. I want to smell fresh grass. Well, or you, turf. Got, you got to go to go to a game there. Or turf. You have to. You have to go. I thought we were going to get smell-o-vision years back. Remember when TV promised we were going to get no smell-o-vision? No giving you the smells of the ballpark. Could, oh Stop it. Oh, my gosh, Jerry. If I could be at home, Come on put now. on the Yankee game and smell hot dogs cooking. Right. And smell the grass. And smell people in the Bronx smoking weed, weed, weed all day long. Right. If I could get that, Jerry, that would be something special. That would Baseball. be. Uh, that would be. Yeah, nostalgia. Be, well, again, go to the game, and as you enter the tunnel, <laughs> and that bright green uh, grass, and that beautiful clay infield, or yes. it's really conditioner. I don't even know if it's clay anymore, but you get you understand my point. Yeah, and then you see the the grounds crew with the, the with their yes. long hoses spraying down the Love dirt. Love a long hose, Jerry. And you see guys doing long toss in the outfield. It really is. That is cool. And they, you got the screen up for batting practice. Yeah. You're right. There that really is, cool. is nothing like it. That is cool. It is the first time you go to a ballpark as a kid, and you walk up that ramp and see the field. Do you think kids still get excited about that? I or do. Or is TikTok taking it all away, Jerry? No, I no. I think 100% kids still get excited about that. How okay. could you not? I Absolutely. hope so. I don't know. We didn't grow up with TikTok, Jerry. Now there's TikTok. They're probably looking at... They could see things. They're probably looking on their TikTok on their phone while they're walking up the ramp, missing the beauty in front of them. I, I, Baseball. I, under, I understand. I know when I took Joseph to the Yankee, uh, a Yankee game last, it was probably in May. He came here to me. With, he came to work with me. Yes, I took him out of school for people that don't like it. Stick it where the sun don't shine. I like it, Jerry. I think it's great. We went to the, see the Yankees. I don't remember where they played. And he, we had a blast. When it was you, his first time? It was his... He had well. He was at Yankee Stadium for the Boomer and Carton softball game we did for the police, but it was the first time at Yankee Stadium for a game, and he was mesmerized by it. Good, and I'm glad was, to hear that. And his first game because I had bougie seats, as they say. We were right behind home plate, like twenty rows up. But it was great, lower level. Matthew's first game at Yankee Stadium, I got the Carton season tickets. Remember where those were? Oh, the bleachers. Yes. We couldn't see left field. <laughs> oh, it was good. At least he had no expectations going forward. No, he didn't. He didn't care. He was fine. And he was like after the fifth inning, and that was an April game, and it was cold, and it was Sunday. We left in the sixth inning. He was like, can we? Like, he wasn't. He was really even at that point. I think he was five. At that point, he was totally into the Mets. But I figured let's go see Yankee Stadium, and we went. And we had a great time. But sixth inning, he was frozen. He was like, and if I remember correctly, we sat through a thunder, uh, like a rain delay for an hour too. Rainstorm. Where we had to hide and huddle under like yeah. this canopy. Um, how about this? The way baseball has changed. So, you know that it's very rare for guys to pitch a, a complete game. Very rare. Doesn't happen often. No, it does not. Matter of fact, if you go six innings and give up three runs or less, they call it a they call it a uh, quality start. Oh my god, what a great job he did! So I'm going to go back. I'm not going back to 1910. I was having a conversation at Matthew's baseball game yesterday with my friend Lou, who's a huge Yankee fan. He's probably 10 or 12 years older than I am, but I mean a big Yankee fan. Is that the Lou from the Lou? He's on meds, too. No, no, no. (laughs) Although Lou is very much into business, so maybe he could get into that and give term life insurance. Um, But we were talking about how baseball's changed. So if you go back, it's now, again, it's not 1923, but to 1973. Did you know, I'm sure you don't remember the name, Wilbur Wood of the White Sox? I'm not familiar with Mr. Wood. You know what he did that year? Complete game. Yeah, two of them on the same day. <laughs> he pitched a doubleheader? He pitched, I, you know, I don't know if he finished the second game. He started both ends of a doubleheader. 1973 is a long time ago. It's only 50 years, though. Now we're at a point where if a guy goes six innings, it's like, wow, this guy's unbelievable. 
And right now, Wilbur Wood's arm is just hanging off him. No, I don't think so. I bet He's you. He's just hanging there, that, Jerry. But that's. He's on his bed. That is. The arm is hanging. No, I don't think so. That If you heard, and I know you didn't, I like, did. I heard uh, Dwight Gooden with Tiki and Tierney yesterday. Oh, which I love honestly was outstanding. Yeah, I love Dwight Gooden. He sounded good. He sounded healthy. He didn't seem like he was in a bad place. He was discussing, and Wilbur Wood right now is 81 and still very much alive. He was a knuckleballer. Love Wilbur Wood. Yes. Get him out there on opening day. Let's have him throw out the first pitch for the White Sox. Even Doc was talking about how the game, the pitchers have changed, and he wishes and does think maybe that's part of why these guys don't pitch. They don't pitch enough. You think I could foul a ball off Doc Gooden today? Yes. Really? Yeah, today? Today. Yeah. Wow. I do. You think I could hit that big curveball of his? I don't know that he's got that big curveball anymore. I I think if this was 1985, you would wet yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That, I think. I bet Doc Gooden, if I gave him just a couple Mm warm-ups, he could throw that big hook, Jerry. I know he could. It's Uh, magic. It's baseball, Jerry. You're not understanding the magic of baseball. Wilbur Wood in 19... Listen to this real quick. Again, this isn't 1923. Wilbur Wood. 1973. He pitched in 49 games and started 48 of them. Nice. All complete games. He would not come out. He refused. Well, I'll tell you this. His record, this is another thing. When you see, like, Jacob DeGrom, how great he is, but he never, like, wins or loses games. He's always have a very low win-long when he pitches because they're tight games and he doesn't factor in decisions a lot and doesn't finish games. He's Wilbur Wood started 48 games in 1973. He went 24-20. and 20. Good job, Wilbur Wood. He factored in the start, uh, the in the decision in forty four of forty eight games. Well, the, the the thing that I always go back to when we talk about the changes of baseball and, in particular, the pitching, uh, is that I believe it was the seventy nine Baltimore Orioles that had like four or five twenty game winners. Yeah, how about that? Before now, you get a twenty game winner, it's like, oh my god, put them in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I remember there was a Sports Illustrated cover where like the four of them were just on the cover, like. Come yeah. get us. We're 20 game winners. You <laughs> Come punks. get us. You uh, jerks. I'm fascinated by this. He threw 360 innings. <laughs> Think about when you throw 200 and innings. He's now. alive. He is. He's 81. Get him on the phone, Jerry. Why? It, you know what? Someone like him might be fun because he might be angry yeah, at the right. way guys are treated now. These wusses. <laughs> now, again, knuckleballer. I get it. But still, he went out there 50 times. Yes, he did, Jerry. And there were games where he started. How about this one? And then we'll take a break. Uh, just because this is amazing to me. He pitched in, well, he didn't start that many. Never mind. I was going to say he pitched in 88 games, but he only started a couple of them. So, never mind. So, not so great. No, nah, not as great as not as great as 360 innings. Hmm. 360, <laughs> Al. That's amazing. All right, we got to take a break. We got more baseball coming up because it's opening day, if you haven't heard. Uh, Knicks and Nets with good wins, and we do have a pretty wild game tonight. That's in the NHL, and that's in Jersey. Rangers-Devils tonight, too. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. All right, today, 105, Yankees and Giants. Would have been so cool in a weird way if Aaron Judge was on the Giants coming back to Yankee Stadium. Instead, he can hit home runs in their face today. That would have been a wild scene today, Jerry. 4-10, you get the Mets and Max Scherzer against the Cy Young Award winner, Sandy Alcantara. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, I don't like that. Why is that? Not easy. Yeah, this is the problem. I don't like to pitch our number one against their number one. Because that sounds like... You want to take a backseat to their number one? Yeah. I say, listen, no, you're throwing that's in a defeatist attitude. It's not defeatist attitude. It's uh, a strategy. So I'd be like, oh, you're going to throw your number one? We'll throw some scrub out there today, and we'll get you the next uh, the next couple so of games. So you're just giving up the game. Give up the game, yeah. You don't give up the game. You want to give up opening day. The away home opener? No. The, I mean, the away opening no. game? Yes. Come on, man. You then give it away. You, oh. you let Sandy Alcantara smash, Alcantara. You, and then, smash you around the park. And then, and then tomorrow we throw out our big guns. Come on, man. How many games did they miss out on the division by last year? Probably because we, we A wasted. A tiebreaker. Right. Probably because we wasted. You can't give away games. <laughs> probably because we wasted our good pitchers oh, against their good pitchers. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop now, it, I know you can't do that if this was home opener at City Field. You can't do it, period. You think Max Scherzer wants to go out there knowing he's going against the fifth starter, or do you think yes. the competitor in him? Believe it or not, Al, some guys actually have competitive spirit <laughs> I don't and don't that. want the easy way out. What? Max Scherzer wants to go against the best. He doesn't want to go against, as you call it, a scrub fifth starter, <laughs> who is still a pro pitcher, by the way. Come on. 
That's true. That's how they live on adrenaline. They want to go beat the best. I know he wants to, but I'm saying, are the Mets bats going to be ready to go to provide Max Scherzer with some runs? Go score two runs and Max do your job, and then they'll win 2-1. All right. You know what the ERAs were of these two last year? No. Low, probably. Yes. Scherzer was 2.29. Alcantara was 2.28. Oh, boy. And I think the only reason Scherzer, like Alcantara won the Cy Young, I guess, because Scherzer got injured, as you remember. So this will be a really fast game. If you've got two great hours. Yeah, if you've got two great pitchers, you've got the pitch clock I was reading took off 26 minutes per game. In the spring. This game's going to be over in no time, Jerry. This could be be one of those two-hour and ten-minute jobbers. Yes. I think that's very possible. Then again, it could also be when you expect that, 12-8. You're right. And you right. don't get this the pitching matchup you expect. That's what happens in the NFL, right? When you things you expect, you don't get. Oh, it's going to be a shootout. It's 3-3 three, three at the half. <laughs> and then the other ones, these two teams couldn't score seven points combined at 40-40. <laughs> it's true. Now, the Yankee game, this, this uh, 1 o'clock, Jerry, Garrett Cole, who's this Logan Webb fellow? What can you tell us about him, Jerry? You watch him major league Not a whole baseball. lot. I'll tell you this, though, that surprised me. So I just mentioned the ERAs of um, of Scherzer and Alcantara. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because we don't watch the Giants. The Giants, as you always say, play when no one's paying attention on the East Coast because most games are at 10-10. Yeah, it's too late. Out in San Francisco. Logan Webb last year. So if I asked you for the ERAs of Cole and Webb, what would you say? I would say Cole is that uh, going to go 2.5, Jerry. And I'm going to go Logan Webb 3.2. All right, reverse them. Nailed it. You didn't nail oh, reversed you did, it. You nailed that you had no idea. So Logan Webb is better. <laughs> you tell me Logan Webb's a better pitcher. I'm not saying that, but ERA-wise, yes, 2.90 for Webb last year, and Cole was 3.50. Mm. I don't like that. That surprised me when I saw it. Cole is one of those guys like... Uh, you better score early. Tanaka was that yes. gives up the early home run, puts you in a hole. You're right. You are absolutely right about that. Oh, we got Anthony Volpe today, Jerry. Yes, we do. How, now, what do you, you think he's up right now? <laughs> yes, pacing. Nervous. Yep. I think it's possible. Now, I did see the most generic man in the world, Derek Jeter, <laughs> <laughs> gave the most generic Twitter shout-out to Anthony Volpe today. Why is this generic? Because this if, is I were to, cool. if I were to say to anybody, hey, write a generic uh, message to Anthony Volpe, mm-hmm. you would go, congratulations, there's nothing like playing shortstop for the Yankees. Well, thanks, Derek. All right, let me ask this you this. Boring. Let me ask you this. When you got the job for Boomer and Carton, yeah. if Baba Booey yeah. would have tweeted to you, hey, Al <laughs> Dukes, congratulations, there's nothing like being the morning producer in New York City. Yeah, I'd have been pretty cool. Right! That's You're true. not calling point, him Jerry. generic, are you? No, I wouldn't. All right, so let's let's All be right. real here. I think that's, he didn't have to do anything. That's true. I think it's very... Now, here's what I would like to have heard. All right. On top of this, and I mm-hmm. don't know that we'll ever hear it. Yeah. He texted the young man as well. Oh, is that right? No, that's I don't cool. know. Oh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I would like to hear. You sucked me that in That he also either gave him a phone call yeah. or a text. Hey, kid, take a deep breath. Go out and kill it today. I heard he texted him. Hey, kid. Don't screw up the first ball hit to you. <laughs> it's going to look bad. That would be a brutal way to start. Right through his legs. <laughs> oh, it's through his legs. And a run scores. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like they, uh, Cole walks a guy. He steals second. Ground ball, Anthony Volpe through his legs, run scores. And the Yankee fans are booing him <laughs> day Boom, one. Get him out of there. Of course, they're not going to boo him today. Get nor should they. There, Jerry. The, he will do fine. Who has a better game offensively today, Jerry? Anthony Volpe, Aaron Judge. Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to say Judge. You'll be an idiot not to. Why? He Why? Could, he could go up there and do Been a lot there, of K's. Do- Volpe could go four for four today, and yeah. Judge could go 0 for four with four strikeouts. But if you were going to put money on it, yeah, money. Judge has been there and done that. I would go with Judge. Chances Anthony Volpe hits a home run in his first official bat at bat as a Yankee. Pretty good odds. Ironically Jerry. enough, it happens way more than you very think odd. it would. Yes, that's what I mean. It's very strange. There's a prop bet for you today. Yeah. That would be a cool one. I know you don't do it anymore. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. cool one. Even just a Volpe home run at any point in the game. Yes. Would be pretty wild. So I might do that. That is a cool one. Yeah. Might fire up the Bet MGM today for Anthony Volpe. Yeah, why is it why that is a weird thing that does happen when guys like they get their first of that and they'll homer. Like, that is wild. It that does happen. Got to be adrenaline, everything being locked in. My guess would be, and I don't know this, but my guess would be that the pitcher, they're unfamiliar with the with the batter. They know not a lot of experience. 
let me just start them with a strike, and these kids are up there swinging for. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Yeah, can't couldn't couldn't tell you. Now, yesterday, Yes Network did announce that they have a uh, a package that is aimed at direct to consumer, as they call it, Jerry. You do not need to have cable to yeah, get you the said Yes that Network. You, you really thought they'd get this done in time, and they did. And they did. They got it done in time. So you don't need to have any sort of cable if you want to just watch the Yankee games. Uh, it'll cost you. Uh, $25 a month. I think it's reasonable. Very reasonable. But if you sign up now, I, I think if you sign up before April, which is just uh, two days away, mm-hmm. uh, it's $20 a month you could get it for. Extremely reasonable. Yeah. Seems to get pretty every reasonable. Yan- well, not every Yankee game because you don't get the Amazon games, right? Right. Yeah. And there are 20 Amazon games this year. Okay. They said most of these are falling on a Wednesday night. Okay. The, uh, the Wednesday games. Last year, they were like on Fridays. I will tell you, though. Most people, if they're streaming and they're going to go stream the Yankees, they probably have Amazon Prime. Correct. So for the Yankee fan, I actually there's a great deal. Yeah, pretty good deal. It's twenty five dollars a month or uh, two hundred forty dollars for the year. Do you think that they release the numbers? No, I think they do. Now, Andrew, Mar- so the the guy on the, the called the Streamable. He's got a website, the Streamable. He writes all about streaming. He says that that at twenty five dollars a month, Yes Network would need a million subscribers in order to break even on the rights for the Yankees. Okay, so they would need a million subscribers. They currently get two hundred thirty two thousand per game. Mm. So and they're going to come way short. Yeah, and Andrew Marsh on yesterday after it was announced said that they had a thousand subscribers. They only have two hundred thirty two thousand people watching a Yankee yes. game on average. On average, really? I know it's crazy. That's nothing. I know. You look at some teams, like I, th- I think the Pirates were at like 50,000. I get that. They suck. Yeah. Like I understand if you're a bad team. I mean, there's no interest. There really isn't. I mean, we t- when the Mets are bad in August, we don't even want to we'll talk about them. So, like, I understand that. I understand the fact that the A's probably, I mean, hell, they get 4,000 people go to their games. There's probably 800 people watching on TV. I, I, that makes sense to me. Two, like what do you? I guess the Mets number is probably about the same, right? Yeah, I know. Like when the Yankees break three hundred thousand for a game, they like put out press releases. Is that like in the entire area, whole area, or just New York City? No, the thirteen You're million people in our area: New Jersey, yeah. Long Island, mm-hmm. New York City, Brooklyn, Quinn, all the people that have access to the Yes Network. Correct. Like Two hundred and thirty thousand people are watching yes. Yankee games on average. That's what I'm saying. Wow, I know. That's what I'm saying, Jerry. Baseball, though, I do believe baseball of all the sports. Then how many people are watching the hockey games? 8,000? That's a great question. I, I, I think don't a know. lot more. The thing about baseball, I think more than any other sport, is you don't have to watch every game. No, you don't. You could see highlights. You could read articles. You could get a little bit here, a little bit there from social media, from sports talk radio, and you still know what's going on. I think you can say that about everything except the NFL. Right. I think the NFL right. you have to watch. It's only 16, 17 games. It's hard not to watch that. But I think that's the same. Like the NBA, and I did not realize this. So Jimmy Butler of the Heat didn't play. Now think about where the Heat are. You know the whole deal with the NBA. Pl- <laughs> let, me re- let me rewind. Rewind, Jerry. So in the NBA playoffs, <laughs> the top six teams in the conference are guaranteed a playoff spot. Then 7 through 10 have that ridiculous play-in scenario. So it's pretty important to get to 6 and not be 7. The Heat were tied with the Nets for 6th and 7th the other night. They rested Jimmy Butler the night before they were going to play the Knicks, which was last night. They lost. They're now a game and a half behind Brooklyn, who won last night. Point is, there's no value in the NBA regular season as much as they try to tell us. There's not. You don't have to pay attention. You could do highlights for the NBA, too, and just show up in the playoffs. There are certain sports you can do that with. The NFL, I don't think you can. Yeah, and baseball is great, too. Like, if you have the MLB app, you could watch the uh, a full game in, like, nine minutes. Yeah, I have it. I love yeah, it. I think too. MLB, and they remember I used to complain about the commercials they would put in. Like, I'm paying $30 a month or whatever it is, and I go back the next morning to, you know, if I fall asleep in the fifth inning, I come back in here and watch six and six through nine. And it'll be in the middle of an inning or after the inning ends and you want to fast forward to the next one. They play four minutes of commercials. Like, what am I paying? That's gone. And you can zip around the games. It The app is MLB.TV is phenomenal. Yeah, they have a really nice app. They have got it figured out. And I think they're the same ones that run the NHL app, too. Yes. 
So they know what they're doing. They do. Pretty good. Took them a little while. It did. And it's crystal clear. Oh my gosh! It, the, yeah, the the clarity, like on the even if you're watching on your phone, yeah, it is so clear. It is outstanding. I'm telling you, it's one of the best. Whether it's the app or the MLB TV on your computer screen or even on your um, screen at home, is one of the best apps like produced in yeah, sports. Very so well done. It is pretty good. All right, five thirty-seven. Quick break. Come right back. We got more to do, and then Boomer and Geo at the top. Opening day on the fan. Nice to hear the Scorpions on a Thursday morning. Yankees, Giants, 105. Mets, Marlins in Miami at 410. It is opening day if you haven't heard. By the way, just real quick, the Knicks with a good win last night, although Julius Randle did suffer a uh, sprained ankle, so that doesn't bode well if it's anything serious. And the Nets did uh, beat the Rockets last night. The Nets with 41 wins. How about them? I was reading that Julius Randle's the one uh, guy on the Knicks who's played in every game. He's there every night. Every That's not night. Good, Jerry. No, it's not good. A twisted ankle for a basketball player? That said, Jalen Brunson was back. That's a big deal. I thought basketball players didn't get twisted ankles because of those uh, high top sneakers. I thought that was supposed to give you some ankles. They really stability. don't even wear high top sneakers anymore. They don't? Like, they, yes and no. They don't wear them like you're thinking. Remember when we were kids, the high tops went over, you know, that little bone in your ankle? Yeah, your, your ankle bone. I don't. Oh, when you look at. I'm with Rutgers a lot. They're not, I don't want to say they're low sneakers. They're not like tennis sneakers. They're something in between. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they're not like the old Air Jordans back in the day. Oh, those were awesome, Jerry. Yeah. Air Jordans and then those Converse that Larry Bird and Magic Johnson promoted. Where the you Converse could get, All-Stars. Yeah, where you could get the the Celtics colors or the uh, the, the purple and yellow. Did you, cool. have you seen the movie Air? Is that about the whole Air Jordan thing? I've not seen that. I don't know what that is. I saw Sal just tweet out how great it was. I, but I don't I mean, wasn't. If it is about Air Jordan, I'm in, I'm in. I'm not sure if it is or it isn't. That's why I was asking. I oh. figure you'd do nothing but watch TV. So. Yeah, I, I've not seen that. Okay. Uh, this is also, Jerry, with opening day, the time when the ballparks all unveil their new exciting food. Yeah. So the the big one that uh, is being written and talked about, Jerry, is the Texas Rangers have a two-foot-long burger. Two feet long burger with onion rings and chili. Well, who's he? Who? Why? What? A twenty-four inch burger. Twenty-four inch burger. It looks like a sub, but it's a burger huh. with chili and oh. onion rings. I Imagine mean, how you feel after eating that. Right? You're going to be oh. using the toilet at the ballpark? Are and, you nuts? And which means you're going to miss four innings now. <laughs> <laughs> right? And you know how guys are in bathrooms at ballparks? They oh. urinate all over the seats. Come you're going to be disgusting. A complete disaster. Absolutely disgusting. When you go to a ballpark and you choose the foods you eat. You got to act like you got to choose similar foods as when you're getting on a long plane ride. You don't want anything that's going to upset your stomach that's going to send you to the toilet. Yes and no. I think you can get a burger and fries. I think people's normal normal people's diets yeah. pretty much include that at least once or twice a week. So I don't think that kills you. But what about I this? I think a, something like this, you're right. A two-foot burger yeah. with chili yeah. on it? And chili. cheese and they probably eating fries with it as and well. And onion rings on top oh. of it. That you can't get. That's rough. Always a safe bet for me. I like, if I go to a ballpark, Jerry, I like a beer and a big pretzel. Yeah, that's fine. That'll just settle your I stomach. I like the nachos. I do. Uh, and I don't trouble. mean, no, 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 relax. I don't mean the nachos with all the chili. I mean just nachos and the and the cheese they put in the little cup. That's it. That I do liquid like that. cheese? I do like that. That seems like it's, that'll be a stomach upset. It's It's probably the only time I eat it all year is at the ballpark. I don't eat it going out. I don't know where I don't do it at home. Ballpark. And when you go to a ballpark, because the Mets have this section uh, in the upper deck area where they have like all these craft beers. Okay. No, you've got to pick an American generic beer. You got to get a Budweiser, a Coors, a Miller Lite. Why can't you go to the microbrews and help out a small company? Because that doesn't feel like America, Jerry. What, it, that's what America is. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. You're right. That is America. That's not the ballpark. The ballpark is a Budweiser. A hot dog, a pretzel. You think it, uh, in Coors cheese. Field they sell Bud products? Probably not, right? I don't know. I feel like one company owns, owns everything now. They'll be like, oh, Budweiser, yes, we also own Coors. Anheuser-Busch doesn't own Coors, do they? I know Coors and Miller Lite are owned by the same company. Okay. Because I was recently Googling ingredients. Oh, God, help <laughs> us. Oh, my God. 
I was Googling beer ingredients, Jerry, and I noticed that, uh, yep, Miller Light, Coors Light, they're all, then Anheuser-Busch owns a bunch. So Miller Brewing sold to Coors or Coors sold to Miller yeah, Brewing one of those. Company? Interesting. Then I also found out, and here's a beer I used to like to get when I would go out for sushi. I tried to like... Ice House. <laughs> Ice House was awesome. <laughs> that was Miller, I think, made that. Uh, the, the, yeah, that I don't know. I think so. Sapporo beer. Oh, was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Was a Japanese they had that silver beer. can. Yeah, so yes. I'd be like, I want a Japanese beer when I'm having sushi. I want the full experience. Okay. That's a Canadian beer now. Sapporo is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Get lost. I'm not drinking a, a fake Japanese beer that's actually made out of Canada. And I hear Foster's is now a, a Japanese beer. For real? Or are you no. pulling my leg? <laughs> I bet Foster's is made by somebody else. Not, it's not in the kangaroo uh, continent Foster's of with that gigantic blue. Yeah. You ever get the oil can? Yes. Those are kind of fun. That's how you know you're having a manly beer, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, you're having a manly beer, all right. With some shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> and by the end, you're, woo, woo. <laughs> you're like lost. That is funny. A couple Where of... We, so uh, here's oh, what yes. we should do. We should have Al and Jerry's ballpark tour. And what is that avail? I have to go places? Yes. Uh-oh. We'll start easy. I won't even say City Field or Yankee Stadium. We won't do that. We go to Philly, okay, which is a piece of cake. Philly's easy. We do Washington, mm-hmm. and we do Texas. May as well go to Baltimore when we're down. We there. could do Baltimore. We could do if we could find a weekend. How about we do we do a ballpark tour of Washington, Baltimore, same weekend. And then, like, I eat something really risky that I have to run back to the hotel bathroom really Fine. fast. Done deal. And but but this tour includes the new ballpark in Texas, to where we can see Degrom start, and you will get good seats, and you can scream at him, loser. We'll get we'll go see Degrom. I'll get this two foot long hamburger with chili <laughs> yes. and onion rings on top, and we'll scream at Jacob Degrom. If you ate that, that might be the calories for the month for you. Oh my god, that would kill me, Jerry. That would be funny. that would to kill see me. you curled up in the fetal position at the ballpark. The bread alone <laughs> would 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 attack my 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 inner system. You realize how horrible you would feel if I ate a two two foot long hamburger. Yes, yeah. Here's something I know you're not gonna like, Jerry, but I like. Please don't be about cable. Please. No. Okay. The LA Angels will once again not send their radio team on the road. They're they not? No. Uh, they want to wow. save what cost around $200,000 a year. But let's give Shohei Otani $70 million. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I never give looked at break. it that way. That's what? so great. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Uh, yep, the Angels will be broadcasting their away games from a studio. That sucks. That does. Yeah, well, I'm not sure why. Why does that suck? Because you they don't get the feel. No, you don't get the feel of the game. It's just it, there's if you you know, I, I think if you don't do it, I could see you saying, "What's the big deal? Call it off the screen." You're right, and you can, and it'll be competent. It'll be fine. You miss out on a lot. You miss the sounds of the game. You talked about the smell of the grass, oh, all that yes. stuff. You miss things you hear in the crowd. You you miss stuff that's going on that's not in camera shot. There's a lot happening that when you're not there, you don't. I did games for Rutgers from the football stadium during the pandemic year. It was fine. But boy, oh boy, you miss a time. I complain when we're in the upper deck calling games because you can't hear the officials or what the, what's going on. Yeah, that stinks. Hmm. It does. I would really? like to save our company somebody. Let me get John and Susan. Tell them to go to watch it off a of TV. Come on. Well, I mean, they did do that. They oh, during game. pandemic year? Yeah. They, oh, that makes sense. The weird one, if I remember, Eddie, which one? I don't remember if it was the Mets not going to Yankee Stadium or John and Susan not going to City Field. I forget. Remember that? One of them wasn't going to the other one, and it's six miles away. Yeah. But John and Susan called that entire, all those road games from from Yankee Stadium. So, it, yeah, I mean, everybody did it. Doesn't mean it was, I remember John complaining about it. I also used to think, just put the TV broadcast on. Well, then you have to have the TV broadcast do it differently. Yeah, because one of the one of the teams does that. I'm they simulcast. Yeah, simulcast. They you have to change what you do. Blue Jays, I believe it is. Okay. Blue Jays, I think, just put their their TV thing on there. Yeah. All right. So now you have to have your TV guys not telling constant stories. They have, you can still do it. And Howie, part of doing radio, is telling stories in between. That's fine. But you do have to call it a little bit differently. We are cutting those stories out this year, Jerry. The games are moving along. Pitchers are quick pitching. Nestor, I can't wait yeah. till Nestor Cortez gets on the mound in a real game and starts quick pitching, you losers. He's going to do that. And the game, if you're a – like Howie Rose, 
I would think, even Gary, Keith, and Ron, who like to really converse a lot during the game, which is what makes it so great, it's going to be different because it's going to be much quicker. By the way, we'll talk to Keith Hernandez today at 8 o'clock. Nice. Set your, set your, what would you set, Jerry, your VCR? Set your alarm on your uh, cell phone to stream on the Odyssey app. Oh, perfect, Jerry. That's set your alarm do. on your cell phone to stream on the Odyssey app. Perfect. I was suggesting or set put on, your VCR. Set your VCR. Yeah. How about your DVD? That's your, the CBS Sports Network. Oh, by the way, listen to the radio, too. And listen to the radio. Old Jeez. school. Kick it old school. Kick it old school. Listen to a transistor radio. You realize it's 5.52. We've done the whole hour on baseball. Because that's what I love, Jerry. Baseball. I want it's you to America. change your... I would like you to change your Twitter profile. To what? Sports talker. <laughs> right. I, I All my social media, Al Dukes. Talking baseball. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo right at the top. Right now, Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence talking about you know what. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to. <laughs> come on. We get you to Boomer and Geo. Um, I know you love Cal Basie and Red Bank. April 28th. Maybe I'll do this with you. Stephen Wright. <laughs> the slow-talking comedian? That you think uh, is hilarious, that I think is so stupid. Uh, I can't imagine what that's like in 2023. The same, probably. Why do we drive on the parkway and park on the driveway? <laughs> well, let me ask you, is Dice still doing Jack and Jill? Oh, I think he is. Right, so <laughs> why would he not still be doing those stupid lines? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have not seen Stephen Wright in, I can't imagine what he even looks like. He looked old in 1984 when he was. I'm going to court next week. I have been selected for jury duty. <laughs> it's kind of an insane case. 6,000 ants dressed up as rice and robbed a Chinese restaurant. I mean, are you serious? <laughs> Get a concert T-shirt with that on. I mean, good that lord, honor, Jerry. I would go to that with you, actually, uh, Stephen Wright. I would, <laughs> just for poops and giggles. Jerry, I think it's sold out. Would you rather go see in twenty twenty three? Would you rather go see Stephen Wright or Andrew Dice Clay? Dice Clay. Ah, not because I thought he was funny back in the day. But I never he looks found him funny. He looks so bizarre now because well, he looks him. like an old guy in leather. Okay. And the big Elvis. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.